All right, I'm going to keep this simple. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm Stassi Schroeder-Clark. Let's do this. Y'all, I'm. Okay. This is this is a moment. I have something to show you. What, you guys? Caitlin Bristow's here with me. This is nine years coming. Yeah, I have to show you. Oh God, two tweets. Okay, I'm going to show you this one. February twelfth, two thousand fifteen. At Caitlin Bristow, please be my friend. Oh. Also with. My other friend Taylor Strucker. We took a selfie. Why we weren't smiling? Why like the you selfie so is sultry? So yeah. fucking weird. <laughs> the, it is hey, it was so, 2015. It is so weird. Wait, that's so funny. I know exactly that point in the TV show that you took this. Okay, it was when I was like, I got the rose and I'm drunk. Okay, you probably were so. Like, I was like, that's yeah. my girl. I'm obsessed. Oh, there's another one. <gasps> there's another one. This Wait, one. I love this. This is June 29th, 2015. Let me read it and then I'll hand it to you. Okay. If Caitlin is so scared of birds, then why does she have them tattooed on her arms? Hashtag, I'm getting a spider tomorrow. Hashtag, the bachelorette. Wait, that's so funny. Wait. That is, if I had a nickel for every time somebody asked me that. I thought that I was like the first to think of it. Well, you might have been, and then people just jumped on board with asking me the same question. No, the way my podcast started off is like a Bachelor recap podcast. I was the first, basically. No, I remember this. I remember this because I... I think something you said something that wasn't very nice about you in a funny way like and I remember being like I want her to like me are you sure you it wasn't like I don't like Caitlin it was something like actually funny because I'm tweeting at you to be my friend so it just like doesn't sound like it would fit with the narrative no it wasn't I wish I could go back and find it it was literally a two-second funny thing you said and I thought you didn't like me Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that no, for no. nine years you've been living with that. You've been thought, carrying that cross, that I know. burden. Yes, this whole time. Wait. I even tattooed about it. <laughs> it's on my two, two things, two things. Why? I, I just want to get the tattoo thing out of the way. Okay, like, yes. Let, I, I know you've probably had to answer this question a million times. I'm glad I, I can answer this for you. But answer it for me right now. Why the fuck do you get what you're scared of tattooed on your body? Um, I was so drunk when I got these tattoos, and it was my ex high school sweetheart that tattooed them on me and we were out one night and it was right before I was so I was dating this guy I was about to move to Germany to be with him what yes did you end up moving to Germany I did wow yeah that's like kind of a big deal I'd say it really was I thought this was the one okay um and so before I was having this like huge like say goodbye to friends party Uh uh-huh and I'm still, like, good friends with my high school buddies. And so we were all out. And then my ex was there, and he's a tattoo artist. And he was like, you should let me tattoo, like, something before you go. And I was like, okay. So at 3 in the morning, we went to his studio. And I was like, I want something that's, like, um, I was, I'm obsessed with, um, this is really weird, but, like, pirates and mermaids. <laughs> okay. And no, I, I, I love this. I didn't expect you to go there because we're talking about fucking birds right now. And another now, lifetime, like- I wanted to be, like, a sailor. Okay. And so he was like, oh, the sparrows on your arms would look cool. That's, like, a sailor badass tattoo that people get. And I was like, okay. And then so he was just going to do it on one arm, and then I was like, do it on both. And then that was that. And you didn't think for a second, hmm, I have a fear of birds. I didn't. I didn't until the next day. I was like, oh, that's stupid. It's like me tattooing 
a murderer on my arms. <laughs> I was just a trying to think clown. of clown. I like things that I'm scared of. You know, like I I am scared of getting murdered. It's like tattooing a murderer. But I'm not scared it of them, still be like a photo of them. Mm-hmm. And I liked the meaning because I was about to fly very far away and they are the only bird that remember how to fly home. And I just, um, I had moved away from home. It, it seemed okay. like it all was just making beautiful sense. And I don't, I don't have it. Like if you showed, if you show me a picture of a murderer, I'd be like, that's terrifying. But if you show me a picture of a bird, I'd be like, that's beautiful. Okay. It's the bird that, when the, the, it's, it's flapping, the pigeon. It's the, it's the pigeon, the rat mm-hmm. of the sky with <laughs> wings and flapping. And that is what I do not Okay. Like. So Caitlin, I, I fully at the, at the mo at the, in 2015, I didn't understand the fear of birds. Mm-hmm. Then also my friend Jackie Schimmel, she has a fear of birds too. Mm-hmm. And I didn't understand it. And then one time I was in Paris. Oh, and now you have it. Oh, I fully have it. I yeah. was bare legged. I wasn't wearing pants. I was wearing some sort of short yeah. situation. So, nope. Ballet flats, sitting at a cafe. Chic. And the flappage. Yeah. Oh, it touched you? All through my legs. And like, it changed me forever. You know how I was cold right before this? I just got hot. sweating. You're sweating. Yeah. That makes me so uncomfortable. Yes. And it was a no. traumatizing experience. And I, I, I yelped. Yeah. I wouldn't say I screamed. I, it was more of a yelp. Yeah. And uh, there were French people right next to us that were like, it's just a bird. <laughs> it's just a bird. <laughs> and uh, I will never forget it. And now I'm scared of birds too. I feel too. very seen and validated and heard. And thank you. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, cheers to your tattoos. God, I mean, I've, I've waited a long time. I'm, to I'm know glad the that truth. we could. <laughs> I'm glad that we could uncover that t- today. But I, I don't love them anymore. Really? So would you get your tattoos removed? No, 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 no. This is a choice I made, and it's something you have to live with. How do you even know if you like them or not? You can't see them. That's. I only <laughs> discover that I don't like them when I see a photo from behind. Can I see them again? Turn around. I've never seen them in person. I actually kind of like them. I actually. They they look so retro. Okay, I d- they do feel like old school. Yeah, they look like they look like a, a sailor would have those. <laughs> yeah, no, like one hundred percent. Like, thank you, a drunken <laughs> drunken sailor. sailor. Yeah, yes, that's everyone's doing the. That's fine your line new aesthetic. Now. I've been sailor. I've been trying to figure out like people's Ooh. new aesthetics and what their aesthetic is. You're a drunken sailor, like um, nautical. But drunken, drunk, nautical. and I mean that in a good way because yeah. not in like like you're a mess. I just mean like you're no. more fun. Nautical can be really buttoned up and oh, like yeah, no, not, stuffy. Not yeah. You know when people adopt the nautical style, I'm a drunk. You nautical. are like you're fun nautical, but mm. the word fun naughty isn't nautical. as fun. Naughty, naughty we got nautical. There. We got there. Naughty nautical. That's my era. That's you. <laughs> yes, mm. naughty nautical. Okay, I'm gonna lean into that. You have to make TikToks about it. I'm gonna I'm gonna Blow do a it vision up. board. Yes, Pinterest manifest that shit. Yes. Did you? Um, I'm gonna start a brand. <laughs> Naughty nautical. Boom. You did can get you? Percent. Did you do your human design test? I did. You did. I'm confused. All I needed to do is put in my birth date and time and place I was born. Yes, I got it. And I want to know. So what? I'm just gonna let you take a look because I, I don't know what this is telling me. That chart is very. Um, generator. I would have said manifesting generator. I would have guessed manifesting generator. I don't know that much about generator. I don't know that much about the human design test. I just know that there, (laughs) that's what I mean. I just know that there are different ones. What does a generator mean? You just told me you don't know. You're more capable than I am. What? Like you're more, more capable of what? Like you can get shit done. Whereas like I can think of things. Oh, like, but you don't execute. I don't execute well. 
I don't think I know either. Well, maybe that's wrong. Maybe that's not the good website. But I, I guess I am if, like I said, okay, don't freak out. Okay. But I definitely just am a spider? a spider crawling into the blue curtain. Okay, that's really far away. I don't give a okay. shit. Okay, 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 cool. You see it though? Bug. Oh, it's a bug. Yeah, like a stink bug? Is, like, it couldn't oh, okay. be more far away. Well, I didn't know how big your fear was. If there was a bird that far away, I'd be freaking out. Okay. Well, anyways. Yeah. That, that one's harmless. I, I could be a generator if I, I said this, I think we said this on my podcast, but like if I really want something. Right. But if it's just like, I'm really bad at coming up with the idea. I guess that's what it is. Then maybe that's what it is. Okay. That's, okay, what, that's it is. what it is. I feel like I have lots of ideas, but I, mm. I don't know how to carry them out. And then I get bogged down in like the idea I do get very overwhelmed easily by execution though. well doesn't everyone though doesn't don't don't most people get overwhelmed I I think so easily I like to think I'm not alone in that not naughty nautical not alone no. now it's all I can think about <laughs> we're just like gonna brand this whole yeah. podcast wait hold on before we get into like any talk can I just yeah. say like it's kind of strange and weird that I've had a podcast for nine years where I talked about you a lot in the beginning. Yeah. And you've had a podcast for song, so long and we have never it's really weird. done each other's podcasts. I don't like, know why though. I was thinking about it. So like I've like literally spent like the last 24 hours being like, why didn't we yeah. do this? And I have an answer okay. as to like the begin in the beginning why we didn't. So in the beginning, when I started my podcast, what, 2015, yeah. those first few years, I always felt, and I'm I'm curious to see how you okay. feel about this. Okay. That Bachelor people looked down on Vanderpump Rules people. What? Like, no, it was a thing. Uh, really? Us Vanderpump Rules people would talk about it. Like, when we would go to, like, an event or a party, like, we just oh, felt God. like... Bachelor and, people and not felt everyone, like superior? Superior, yeah. And so I feel like I just didn't ask you to be on my podcast because oh, I probably didn't feel worthy. <laughs> I am one of the most humble people. I literally never feel worthy of... I probably didn't think... You were, I thought you were not asking me because I was not worthy of your time. Isn't that strange? Yeah. So y'all never had that vibe where it was like, oh, those I, are the Vanderpump Rules kids. They blah, blah, blah. If I'm being completely honest, I did. I don't think I knew what Vanderpump Rules was then. Okay. I knew who you were. Why? Because because I'm a star. Because you're a star. <laughs> because you're a generator of our generation. What is I don't know what that means. You were just like a... Like you had um, a podcast and a yeah. social media presence. And yeah. like I knew, but I didn't know the show. And so I, I don't think I even knew what Vanderpump was till like a few years ago. Then maybe it wasn't you because I've never like ran into you at a, out where you would be able to look down on me actually. <laughs> but like I, I, would never. I, would run, I would run into other people and it was just always the vibe that we got. And there were so many Bachelor people that I remember and now like I don't even know where they're at. It's but so like, funny. They would like literally go to a party like with a full-blown entourage of like a team all around them. Like they couldn't be yeah. alone. It was just like it was diva-y yes. behavior and we were just like fucking thankful to be there in our Forever 21 dresses. That's so, you know? I love that though because I would have been right there with you guys. I felt, I felt that from Bachelor people sometimes. Yeah. Like I got, um, I've never really been to all the events that they go to like these iHeart things and like, yeah. they, they're like, there's the usual suspects that always go. Yeah. And I I just have never, and that even made me feel insecure sometimes because I'm like, why am I not going? It's because I just wasn't trying to go. Yeah, because I, like, I would argue that you are 
the most successful Bachelor Nation person. Wow, that's really like kind. I can't think of like you've superseded that. Like I don't need like as when I was writing about you, like but like putting Bachelor in the Bachelorette was like the last bullet point Woo-hoo. on the like your bio. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like that yeah. in my brain. I just yeah, I feel like who's I talking about? Kristen Cavallari. She was like Bachelor people think they are like the tits no, the, when they're at these events. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, so Kristen just, Cavallari even yes. feels this way? I remember her telling me that. Yes. Okay, yeah. So it's like a, th- it's a I'm thing. not crazy. No, you're not. I'm not crazy. It's because that show, it, it's like overnight success. It's overnight fame. And people get that little taste of that drug of being famous. Yeah. And some people like, some people like it and some people are like obsessed with it and some people hate it. I like it. Yeah. I feel like I I was meant to do it. I like I like meeting people. I like taking pictures of people. I like having like my name as, as yeah, something. I like building a brand around it. But I didn't love it to the point where I was like, I want to be seen. I want to call the paparazzi. I want to like. I don't. I I saw other people that I really liked go down that road, and it scared me. Because I do like attention. Of. Listen, we all like a little attention. Yeah, if you're on reality TV, you, you like You have attention. to like it a little bit. Yeah, you got to like it a little bit. Yes. But it scared me to go down like a slippery slope of like being obsessed with it. Right. Okay. Yeah. See, that makes sense because with Vanderpump Rules, I feel like it was like a slow burn. Yeah. Like we, it wasn't, maybe, it, I mean, it was successful right away. Yeah. But we didn't feel that. Like uh, we still were working at a restaurant. Right. Trying to pay our bills. And like we were literally just like, what? That's so crazy. So we didn't. It it's taken us a really long time to realize that our show was successful and to like feel like we were like cool or anything like that. And so maybe but that's I, the difference. But I like that. I mean, it, it may it sets you up for being a better human. Yes, because <laughs> the Bachelor franchise, like if you if you don't actually um, do something with it and like build something around it, it's you get chewed up and spat out. And yeah. it's like a really I feel like challenging place to go after if you don't get a good supportive team around you and have good people around you and like want good things for yourself yeah I feel like it becomes a very dark place do you think the age of like reality show influencers is is dying yeah because I can't think of any new ones now that I I I do it I think it's always going to go through like these phases like right before I went on I don't feel like Instagram was even really a thing yeah like I it, mean, it was becoming it. It was becoming, it was becoming a thing. A thing. Yes. It like was actually it was really a thing when I went on The Bachelor. Yeah, but I didn't know the power it was going to have. Right. Um. So now I think people. Yeah, I just think I also think people are really sick of um being sold something. Like yeah. influencers that come off reality TV, we're all just trying to like sell you on things, and I think people Fit are really tea. over it. Yeah. Yes. Fab Fit Fun. Oh my goodness, the teeth whitening. Yeah, which I mean, I still do spawn con oh, every now and then, but like not for bullshit. Right. Like, same. Yeah. <laughs> same. same. I try really hard to not do <laughs> yes. bullshit. Like I am like a farmer's dog. I will promote them till the day I die. I like believe in their product. I believe in it. Like the Wait, longevity of my dogs. That's so funny because they asked me, but I was like, no, I bet you're great. But like, I don't feed you to my dogs. So I, oh. I can't lie. Uh, see, I, can't I lie. feed them to my, yeah. I and feed. my dogs are older and like their teeth, like they can't handle, they have to stick with what they've got. So like, Fair I can't enough. lie to you guys. Fair <laughs> enough. I, lo- I And I love the honesty because I think that's another thing where people are sick of like, People don't want to buy what people are selling anymore because they don't believe you. Yeah. 
and I do believe that there's certain people on the internet that actually take pride in if they're going to promote something, it's because they enjoy it. And I think that's where there's a difference in no 100% it's crazy like how just in 10 years like so much has changed like with reality shows yeah. with Instagram with social media with like SpawnCon with all that like when I think about how your bachelorette started the hunger games <laughs> yeah that was you and Brittany yeah having to go like I'm like, like I get chills like my like down Oof. my spine thinking about how that would never fucking fly. Well, they did cut it with Gabby and Rachel. What? Gabby and Rachel had a season where it was the two of them the whole season. Well, that's different. They both get to be there. Yeah, but the guys like still had to flip flop and choose and who liked someone better and make someone feel worse. Like, I, I, yeah, no, it's still shitty. Yeah, but, but like, not a, yeah to make someone to be like, we're gonna put two of you guys out here. Yeah, and I remember the build up to it. I was like, this is the fucking Hunger Games of the Bachelorette. Yeah, like I was just like, I who's gonna who's gonna win and who's gonna get anxiety it? that I. I, that's when I first, that's when I was first like, oh, I have anxiety. I know what that is now. <laughs> right. I fully have it. And the imposter syndrome and like all the things that have become buzzwords in mental health, I had it. Yes. Like it was so bad. I cried for, I remember I timed it once. I cried for eight hours in one day because they told me to cut my bangs because my long <laughs> bangs were too harsh and I needed to see more of like a sweetheart oh my gosh and I just cried and I cried and I was like it's prettier than me and she's like more wholesome and that's what America loves like yeah I was like not confident w at all were y'all able to get along and be friends yeah even though okay yeah because like, I would imagine like being put in that situation where you were fully pitted against yeah. each other in the most obvious way like black and white no gray area you're being pitted against each other yes like and we did we actually got along really well we were just so different like if we were very similar I don't think we would have gotten along yeah like if she was like another like edgy Canadian who like got drunk and like had tattoos and was like whatever I was at the time I would have been like oh shit but she was like so religious and like quiet and yeah. wholesome and all these different. And I was like, okay, well, if the guys are here for me, then like they're not, not going like, to be, if they're here for her, like they, I wouldn't have wanted to be with them anyways. Like I had really talked myself into that one, but whew. yeah, no, that's just like so fucked up. And I've waited nine years yeah. to ask you about that. Like, isn't that's that terrible. wild? Nine years is a that's fucking decade. It's a decade. Yeah. That's a long time. Like we have all lived so many lives <laughs> since then. And all yeah. I had to do was be like, Hey, can you come on my podcast? Nine fucking years <laughs> ago. And this would have could have just texted me. I know. I know. <laughs> I could have just like found out. Like, I just can't believe I'm sitting here now asking you this question, but it's, it haunts me. Like I still think back to that and I'm like, I, I can't believe those girls were able to do that. You know, that line on, um, super bad when he's like, people don't forget. Do you remember that part? I mean, I love super bad, but like, oh. what, what are you talking about? I always Which remember side? the weirdest shit for movies, but the, some kid pees his pants and Jonah Hill's like <laughs> making fun of him. He's <laughs> like, dude, you pissed your pants and whatever. And he's like, those in third grade. And <laughs> Jonah Hill is like, people don't forget. That's okay. how I feel. That was a really, that's how I feel. About, yeah, about that. Your experience. Yes. Yeah. I was a absolute wreck over that. It was so awful because of, for obvious reasons, but also because I'm like, 
This is so sad either way because like now I'm going to feel like a huge asshole if that she goes home and that the guys chose me like and Chris Harrison set it up by saying like who will make the better wife and I was like is that how we fucking set it up I'm not I'm not okay I know I'm not okay I know it's literally I was standing they were about to announce us both as the bachelorette and it was right before we went out there and that's what he said to like introduce the segment and I was like I'm going to throw up. And I just, I stood up there like trying to fake smile. And you should, if you go back and watch, I'm literally like this. Oh my gosh. Like I was mortified, but the paycheck was something I could not turn down. Well, of, <laughs> of course. Well, and the experience of it. like Oh my gosh. Because I was like, what if I actually do fa- find my person through this? Like I knew it was possible because I fell in love with Chris Souls. If I fall in love with Chris Souls. Can we I talk about that for a second? Yeah. What the fuck were you thinking? I wasn't. No, like. Actually, I quite literally have no room to judge because (laughs) all of my ex-boyfriends are monsters. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. Sorry, crystals. But also they put these, I, people could say that like about me, like, oh my God, could you imagine you ended up with Caitlin to any of the guys that were there? They put you on this pedestal as the lead where I'm like, how are these guys going to come down for this? For the guy that I pick, like, he's going to realize I'm not that great. I'm great. I'm amazing. I love myself. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm not as good as they could possibly promote me as the bachelorette. Like they make these guys think you are God's gift to them. Yeah. They brainwash you in so many ways. They're literally like got an entourage of producers around you. And if a guy wants to come talk to you, they're like, she can't talk right now. Like it's like you're a prize. One of the biggest things I realized or like learned right after I had Hartford, my first child, is the importance or the fact that I would become so obsessed with bamboo fabric pajamas and like how that is the only option for my children. Like I can't just go and buy regular pajamas anywhere else. Like no, because bamboo, that fabric, the softness is unparalleled. Okay. And that is why I am so excited that Caden Lane is a sponsor of this show because Caden Lane is like truly your one-stop shop for finding PJs, like outfits, blankets, swaddles, bibs, but for your children and everything is so soft. Okay. The bamboo pajamas, nothing like it. Thicker, they're stronger, they're longer lasting than any other PJs that I've ever tried for my kids. And now they even have Color Me Pajamas. It's a coloring book for your kids to wear to bed and they come with machine washable markers. I mean, that is the future. So whether you want to just get really comfortable, cozy PJs or clothes for your family or you want matching PJs for the holidays or if you want personalized clothing because they personalize everything. And it's no secret that I just like love names and, and initials and personalized everything all the time. So go to Caden Lane. Caden Lane is your one-stop shop for all your newborn infant and toddler apparel. Head to cadenlane.com slash Stassi and use code Stassi for 20% off your order. Once again, that's C-A-D-E-N-L-A-N-E.com backslash Stassi for 20% off and make sure you use promo code Stassi so they know I sent you. 
I get asked about Nutrafol all of the time because I've talked about how I've taken it since I feel like I started right after my wedding. Like, again, I sound like a broken record, but that's when I started going on my hair journey. And I realized that I had some hair thinning, which, you know, maybe it's postpartum, maybe it's age, but hair thinning, it's complicated. Okay. So the problem is, is that it's, it's much bigger than just your hair alone. So like, like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health and the internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels and grows. And that's why I've always been so pro neutrophil because their whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Um, I've taken it for years now and now I take the postpartum one and I think that my hair is the best it's ever been in terms of healthiness because, you know, I used to be someone who had had extensions 24-7. Now I don't. Of course, there has been that postpartum like hair shedding, but not as much as before. And I think that's all because of Nutrafol. So all you have to do is just take four little capsules with your food every day and watch your hair just get thicker and healthier. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code straight up. So find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code straight up. That's Nutrafol.com promo code straight up. I mean, how how have these like couples that have like stayed strong? How do they do it? Holy after, shit, I don't know. Like, it's just like such an unnatural way to get to know each other or start dating. To it's awful. I mean, it's the, it, the everything about a healthy relationship starts from a strong foundation. That is the shittiest foundation to start on, where you're just yeah. like doing it with other guys and being like, I don't know, like maybe I'll just have sex with you, you, and you in the fantasy suite. Now I mean, your families, and then I'll pick you at the end after I do all that. But wait, okay, so I wasn't gonna bring that up, but you did. <laughs> oh, you you did. So wait, so did you think about it ahead of time when you had sex with was two people, right? Three. Oh, it was all three of them. Yeah. Okay. Listen, I would have done the same thing if I was attracted to all those three guys. Like I, so I'll tell you, really this quick, is not I me learned. judging. I would have done the same fucking thing. And sex is really important in a relationship. Absolutely. It's how I. It's how I knew to send Ben home third because I was just like, I love him <laughs> so much. No, that sounds so bad. It it wasn't that he was bad. I could say a lot of good. You just don't have. You I could just say didn't a lot have, of good about that one. You but just didn't I was have like, chemistry. No, we did. It was just more like I, it felt more like I wanted to be his friend forever. And okay. guys do not like hearing that. But I'm not, that to me is just like not, not no chemistry. Yeah. Sexual chemistry. I, and that's how I knew. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. No. So I, did you, did like, was it a decision that you, you talked with your producers about? Like, or did you just say fuck it and do it? Like, I want to yeah. know how much thought went into it. Like, we're like weighing the pros and cons. If I do this, it'll all be on national television. Am I going to have sex with all of them? Or do you, did I you mean, talk did, to someone about it? This was back in the day where they didn't have a two drink limit. And I remember being like drinking a lot of Jameson in Ireland and being like, nobody should trust me right now alone in a room with anybody like uh, this is this is bad. I'm really drunk. And they were like, hey, do you two want to be alone in a room and uh, we'll take away the cameras and mics? And I was like, what? Yeah. And then they did. And then this was before the fantasy suite. And I was like, <laughs> getting it on. And then yeah. I started crying. <laughs> and I was like, this doesn't feel right. I feel bad about this. I feel bad. And then they made it look like... 
Wait, did you start crying while you guys were hooking up? Yeah. Have you done that before? Never. I have. Oh, never. That was my first time. And I was like, this is awful. You've done that? Yeah. No, like I remember like hooking up with someone like in my early 20s. And I I was only hooking up with him because he was seemed like such a good person. He was like so different from like the douchey LA guys yeah. that I was dating that I'm like, I know he really likes me, but like I'm not into him, but I should be because he <laughs> seems like such a good person. Yeah. And so I'm like, I will have sex with him. Yeah. And he was on top of me looking down, smiling. Oh, and no. It just... Like broke you. I, I, it broke me yeah. and I started crying. And oh, you are a little cancer queen. I don't know whether if he thought I was like real, like he thought I was just so into it that I was crying or oh, like, God. I don't know. We've never, we never spoke again. I like left <laughs> immediately and it, but I, oh, it's, it's cause you're being sweet though. It stuck with me. That's yeah. This has still stuck with me too because I was like, one, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have had any business being in a room alone with a guy when I was that drunk. It yeah. was, that was bad. Um, but I felt so bad because I, it made me realize how much I really liked Sean, who I picked. Yeah. Because I was like, well, this obviously feels like I'm doing something bad, something wrong. Yes. And so I must like that person more. It was so confusing. Yeah, too. no, I couldn't fucking imagine, Caitlin. Oh, it, it's, it's psychological warfare that was going on. Like, and it's just a lot. How do you even like be, become a normal person again after that? Because I, I always, was in a dark place. Well, I even say that like reality TV, like it makes you a bad person. Like you... Yes. You you think the whole world revolves around yeah. you. You think that making poor decisions is the right move because you get more attention for yes. it. Like there's just like so many and the the producers are telling you like if you want to have a good season, like yeah. this is what you got to do and then my competitive side is like, "Well, I want to have the best season." So, for sure. here we go. Like I, you got to be like a human being while also making a TV show. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. No, it's really hard. That like I couldn't I know how hard it was to just do Vanderpump Rules. I couldn't imagine being in your position where you're literally dealing with other people's feelings. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. And then of course, when you pick that person, their feelings are like hurt watching back all the yeah, romantic moments you've had with other men yeah. where they're like did you just pick me because I was the best out of these last three guys or did you actually like, like me, me the like, whole time? That foundation is just like already cracked and shit and soft and not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how they do it. Like the couples that make it. Yeah. No. Insane. I actually wasn't intending on talking about The Bachelor that much. I'm sorry <laughs> that we, we have for so long. Um, so you won Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. Which means you've always been a good dancer, right? I I grew up dancing. I loved it. I was okay. Okay. So I, I want to ask you something. Okay. The way that I feel about people who are naturally good dancers are people who have never had to go through an ugly face. Um, <laughs> Disagree. They're just like elite. And most of the time they don't have to develop a personality. So like, how did you develop such a charming, funny <laughs> personality while being pretty and a good dancer? What the fuck? If you went to my hometown where I grew up, you'd be like, Oh, bless. Humble beginnings. Like, people, like, drive through that town probably I'm go... not talking about the town. Yeah, but that I'm builds about character. You. That builds character. Does it? Not yes. If, not if all your friends are there, too. All my friends were there. I just feel like it, there's nothing to do. Right. Like, we but were dance snowed pretty. in half the time. So da- <laughs> my dance studio was across here. I definitely went through an awkward phase. Okay. I did. I wasn't... And it was... I'm going to show you You're something. looking for proof? I'm going to show you something. You are going to see that this awkward phase that I went through, of course, going to take me a minute to find it, but I really want to show you, it was at the age of 19. Oh, all right. That's specific. 19 years old. I know is that really right. when you went through it? Yes. I don't really know that many people who go through their awkward phase at 19. That's like when they're coming out of it. I'll so I feel you like why, you're though. lying. I'm, 
I'm not, and I can't wait to show you this photo because I was a cheerleader as well. So you'd think you're really not doing yourself any favors. You would think that I would be cute because I was a cheerleader. Well, I'm, I'll find it. There's one mystery photo of Caitlin out there during an awkward phase. God, I really would. Oh, you found it. That doesn't look like you. I know. <laughs> I know. No, that's not you. It's me. No, who is this woman? Woman. That is this woman. That is 19-year-old Caitlin who looks like she had her wisdom teeth taken out. This woman is 48 years old. Yeah. 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 And I don't believe a word you're saying. Yeah. But this woman isn't unattractive. She's in an awkward face. She I, I don't know. She's in an awkward She phase. just doesn't look like you. She just doesn't, like, it just doesn't, I would still say this woman's very attractive. I, it's just, she just doesn't look like you. Like, what is that? It's because I, awkward. Okay, that's cute as fuck. You're, okay, okay. Stop okay. looking. The first, okay. Stop looking the first for photos. One, You're no. not going to prove. <laughs> it's because I grew up dancing every day. Six days a week, I was dancing. I was like always moving. I was young. And then 19, obviously still young, but is when I moved out of my house. I started eating. I was eating literally like McDonald's for breakfast. And then I'd go home and make myself like Eggo waffles. Yeah. And then on my way to work, I would get like a white mocha frappuccino. And then at dinner at the restaurant, I would eat penne alfredo. And I didn't understand that that doesn't, that de- that's yeah, not that nutrition fuel for your body. Right. And I just started, my cheeks blew up, everything blew up. And I was like, not, I didn't feel good. Okay. So do you feel like you were funny and cool before <laughs> that? Or was that what made you who you are? Do you really think I'm funny and cool? Yes. That's uh, really nice. Yes, Caitlin. Thank you. I tweeted at you in 2015 asking that's you to cool. be my friend. I don't really do that. That's cool. That's like out of character for me. <laughs> I feel very honored because that is, I feel like you're funny and cool. So I was like, thank you for showing me that. It really just gave me a little boost of confidence. Um, I was always funny and entertaining. Like my family, I was definitely like the clown of the family. I always wanted to make my family laugh. School, I went through like the craziest awkward phase. Not look, well, looks too, in my opinion. But I was so insecure in junior high school that I wouldn't even, I wouldn't eat because I thought people were staring at me and I got too scared to like eat in front of people. And then I wouldn't go to the vending machine because I thought people were judging me for what I was going to get out of the vending machine. Wait, what? I had OCD. If you touch this shoulder, I needed to touch this shoulder. Like I went through a really, really strange phase and I like lost my funny personality and like any confidence I had. I don't know what happened to me. Did you go to an all girls school or was it co-ed? Co-ed. Oh, see, I I don't know what that's like. I you went, went to, to all girls. Yeah. <gasps> so like, I have a fear of like peeing in public. Oh my gosh. Oh, see, like, no, I'm like all Catholic school girls. Like they, we just like it's like so weird. I mean, I've gotten over it. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. <laughs> but, why though? Why would you have a fear of peeing in public? I, because like it's, it's not it's like, like you're like, doing a co-ed bathroom. Girls would like sn- it's weird like they would just like laugh at the sound of like peeing or something. Oh. I don't know. Me and my friend Alex, we grew up together. We talk about it and we're like, oh, it's like a. It's an all girls Catholic school thing. I am really? so curious if this is just me and her or if this actually is an all girls Catholic school thing. I turn the water on every single time I pee, even when I'm alone. So I used to have to do that, but I've I've conquered my fears. Oh, good for you. Yeah. I <laughs> I I turn water on still to this day and I'm 
I hate public bathrooms because I was like, it's They're just the so, fucking worst. Yeah. You just hear everything that's going on in a very no like people that can go number two. Not to make this podcast about number two, but no, people that can it. go number two in a public bathroom. To me, I can't do it. Queens, kings, Queen, yeah. they should rule the world. <laughs> like the bravery, no, the courage. The, I you know the fortitude. Like there is nothing worse like than like going like you just like have to go to the bathroom. You feel like you're gonna die, and then you're you're at a restaurant. You go into the public bathroom. The stalls, like you're pretty much like holding hands with the person. I know, and there's no music. No like, music. I don't. I do not know why public washrooms don't have music. It should be required. Like I've been saying this. Like yeah. there needs to be a world government. Yeah. Like enough of these like private governments, like yeah. the United States of America. Yeah. <laughs> private governments. <laughs> you know, Great Britain. Like you know, Italy, you wherever the politics. fuck. We need a world government, yeah. and I'm happy. To take that role. You should. If necessary. Could I be your vice? I already secured my vice. Oh, shit. (laughs) Who is it? But. What if we. we, No, you got to vote. But I need. Oh, okay. That's that's a that's a turn of events. That's well, a twist. What do you think? So people will vote for my vice. Yes. Okay. I like this. That's how politics work. Uh, Well, this is a different kind of politics. You know, this is the world. This is the world government. And that's what you would change. And one of the things that I would change would be I would require it by law. Otherwise, execution Mm. of your own choice. You can pick your execution style. Okay, guys. (laughs) All right. But you have to have loud music in bathrooms because they are fucking with my digestive system, my organs. I like who knows the damage that has been done to my body from not being able to go. Yeah, because there was no music in the public bathroom. I feel that I got I had to go so badly the other day in and I was in the Delta Lounge. So I was like, oh, those bathrooms are are the best. Yes. But. Oh, this is a dream so, about going to the bathroom in there. So that's why I felt like I could, but I don't know what was going on with my body that day. It was not good. Oh my God. I was so embarrassed. I walked out and I was like, please let God let nobody walk into this bathroom stall after me. I opened the door and a woman is smiling at me. And then I'm pretty sure she knew who I was. She was like, that this. sucks. <gasps> and then she walked into the bathroom and she had to turn around and come out and go into a different stall. No, Caitlin. And I'm so I, sorry that that happened to you. Wait, I, I honestly, I was hungry all morning. I just lost my appetite because I'm so embarrassed. No, I'm so sorry yeah, that that happened I'm to so you. I'm so embarrassed. The way that like I fear. I know. That it happens. Was it's, it's the being recognized part. That was Because the, that she was is going to, you know, I'm, not top. to make you feel worse. But oh no, like, she's telling everybody. She fully went on a group chat. Yes. And I would have too. Yeah. I would have too. And I, now I feel like I'm not going to. If that ever happens, I'm going to respect that person's privacy. <sighs> and I'm only going to tell my husband <laughs> because you don't like fully keep it to yourself you I know it's fine that she shares I'm like such an open book and on my podcast I talk about embarrassing things all the yeah, time you made but- me think of you you made me think of one which I've thought about for two fucking weeks oh and I didn't a, even ask and you and you didn't even ask what me what was it now you can tell it on here you guys can I just say <laughs> this fucking bitch sends so me a fucking podcast prompt, prompt being like can you prepare oh, an embarrassing yeah, story that you have not told before that right. no one knows so for two weeks I feel like it's been a week and a half or two weeks I've been racking my brain yeah. because I'm like I can't think of anything and anything embarrassing that's happened to me I've told it already on my yeah. podcast so like I don't want to think of something really good and I didn't ask you well so all right okay we could cut this 
put it in. Oh no, we're using it for mine. Okay, we're using it we're for using yours. We're using it for mine. I love it. We're yeah, using it for that's mine. That's fair. That's fair. So I text. I text low. I text some of my friends last night, and I'm like. I need someone to help me come up with an embarrassing story because, like, I can't think of one. Uh-huh. And Lo wrote back the nicest compliment she's ever given me. She literally wrote back, I can't think of one either. I feel like you're just, like, unembarrassable. And I'm like, oh, I love that. That's, that's queen shit right that there. That is queen shit. Queen I love that. shit. But then I realized, okay, I can't show up empty-handed Oops. to this podcast. Oh, my gosh. I never forget to ask people that, too. What the hell? All right. this it, is it, We're saving it for this moment. It happened to me yesterday. Oh, shit. Okay, thank God it actually happened to me yesterday. Thank you, universe. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I don't get embarrassed that easily. Yeah, because I'm the same. We all fucking do embarrassing shit. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Like, whatever. Uh, yesterday, I went to the Natural History, Mu- History Museum yeah. with both my kids and Lala Kent and her yes. kid Ocean. Yeah, okay. I saw them running down the little thing. Real cute. That's the moment I'm talking about. Okay, uh-huh. so me, Lala, my husband... Lala's mom. We're sitting out having lunch outside, letting them run around. Yeah. Okay. We like we rotate our chairs so we can watch them. Yeah. Within a matter of like three seconds, they're out of our sight. Oh God. Out of our sight. And so we're like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I I run to try and go find them. And the meanest, largest security guard. Oh no. Has both of them no. <laughs> no. in front of all the other parents. Oh no. Like everyone's staring at me. Oh God. Comes, brings them. They're like, excuse me, ma'am, are these your kids? And I'm like, yes, they are. Like, I'm in the principal's office. Like, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, well, also, yes. Also, like, thank God they found your they children. They are. <laughs> no, at this point, I was just thinking about myself. <laughs> I was like, who's going to record this and send this to yeah. Dumois? <laughs> I'm not going to worry about my children's safety at this point. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, they're, they're mine. He's like, they tried to escape and run out. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And they, he literally made me feel oh, like shit you. in front of all of these parents. Damn. The thought of them trying to escape and run out. You're like, I think I give them a good life. Why are they trying to escape? Yeah, what the fuck? Also, these feral children. Okay. But it was so good they have it. My blood ran cold. I was so embarrassed because like that's like the ultimate. Like it takes one mom who knows who you are witnessing yeah. a security guard bringing your two kids Saying out that being escaping. like, are these yours? Yeah. Like I like I was off getting wasted. Like d- didn't under didn't like see- you're not you're not doing your job. Yes. Yeah. And you have one job and you didn't do it. And I you turned like, your back for one second. Yes. Yeah. And I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. I'm and, sorry. And that was the story that I had for your podcast. Thank you for thank you for uh, thinking of it, uh-huh. and thank you for almost putting it out into the universe for something embarrassing to happen to you for that story. But now we get to share it here. Maybe. That's why it happened. Again, yeah. we're talking about manifesting. It is why I manifested an embarrassing moment for myself. Do you think it's possible to manifest bad things as easy as it is to manifest good? Yes. I think Damn. it's easier to manifest oh, bad shit. things. Well, that's so that's bad news for me with the doomsday thing that I do. Yeah. I would say, would oh, say no. that that's bad news. Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all, wait. Go listen to the episode that I recorded with Caitlin for her podcast, okay? Because this will make this conversation will make more sense yeah. if you've already listened to it. Yes. Um, think about people in your life who are constantly making, like, the same destructive, poor decisions or, like, the same things always happening to yes. them. Because that's like what they're putting out there all the I time. Agree. Like you have to change your pattern. You have to like look at something that doesn't work in your life and be like, okay, what's the pattern here? Change that. Otherwise, you're just going to keep getting the same fucking outcome. That's true. Was that English? Yes. No, I was picking up what you're putting down. Was that? I think that was too weird. 
No, I was definitely walking your dogs on that one. I oh. got it. I've never heard that. But my point out. is, just is that I like it. Is it you're you're th- you're only imagining your life to be a certain way? Have you heard of the burnt toast theory? No. What's that? I'm just going to read it because you know how we were also talking on my podcast about how like when things happen up here, I want to say it properly and articulate it properly, but I never can. Mm -hmm. Okay. Burnt toast theory. Okay. Is that where the toast had a picture of Jesus on it? Uh, No. Never seen that? No. You've never seen photos of that? Burnt toast with Jesus on it? Yeah. (laughs) Like on the cover of like Inquirer. What? They're like, this woman's toast had a photo of Jesus on it. Is this like because you went to Catholic school, you guys see stuff like this? Jesus on burnt toast? Maybe. Burnt toast theory. <laughs> I'm gonna we'll look that one up after. Okay. Burnt toast theory is the idea that inconveniences in our lives are either saving us from something more detrimental or pushing us in the direction we need to go. So like Oh, it's so it's what you tell yourself when shit goes bad to make yourself feel better. Yes. Right? Like, oh, you burnt your toast in the morning. Oh, this is setting me up for a bad day and this is gonna happen and this is gonna happen. But if you look at it a bit like burnt it, toast, it, it burnt for a reason. Because and it, now I have to make a new one, which maybe those two minutes I would have been in a car accident. Yeah. Burnt toast theory. I like that. But idea. then I think of what's the theory for the people that do get in that car accident. No, that's how, exactly how I feel about when people say God never gives you anything you can't handle. That's weird because I've, I've, there are a lot of people who've been giving things they couldn't handle and right. they're not here anymore. Right. So like what? That right. makes absolutely no, no sense. Unless or when one proof of heaven, I don't want to hear it. Because heaven would be a great alternative to being on this earth. But if heaven's forever, why not have as right. long as you can here on this side you know what i mean yeah and then you like you get it all it's true or it's like when people say when one door closes another one opens who the fuck's opening that door mm. why is there another door deep why <laughs> <laughs> like and why do people just accept that phrase like why are people like true yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like wow great perspective yeah but I do like that perspective. But but <laughs> but one door closes, another one opens. That's but how, sometimes that's how doors work. You're in a room that has only one door. In fact, most rooms only have one door. Only have one door. What room are you guys in? And then what door? What's well, to a better room? But who's opening the door? Jesus. <laughs> There's a lot of Jesus. There's a lot of Jesus today. <laughs> Are you religious? Um, no, I'm you spiritual. Yeah, right. We just talked. We just spent talking about that. For you know like an who hour. opens the next door? Yeah. Angie in New York, who's with, at the Crystal Shop. Yeah, the one with Jerusalem bath. Oil. Yeah, oil bath oil. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Angie's opening doors. She's metaphorically, spiritually opening doors. That's true because you are you're doing magic on your chakra. You're lifting it. That's lifting magic, it. lifting it. So like if you could do that, you can magically open the, you know what? Fuck it. I don't like the door. The door doesn't have to be a physical door. Enough. It's a metaphorical door. Enough. <laughs> Enough of these sayings that actually don't make any fucking sense. Burnt, oh. I like burnt toast though. Okay. Because it's not like a, it's good. Cause that's my next tattoo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With a picture of Jesus on it. Yeah. That one, that one specifically. <laughs> I I feel like the rest is like, you know, the other door opening, God never gives you anything candle. Those like are prov- proverby. Yeah. They give me proverb vibes. Okay. Burnt toast doesn't. Burnt toast gives me like, um, how do I want to be happy today vibes? 
And if you have a proverb quote on your Instagram, I bet you've bullied me. 100%. Yeah. Corinthians 1. Corinthians palm. Colon fucking. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You are a bully. Yes. Yeah. That is correct. Why is that? Isn't that wild? It doesn't add up. It doesn't. And also just like grandmother to seven. <gasps> yeah. How is it possible that you love Jesus so much and your seven grandkids and you still want to call me ugly. Oh my gosh. It it actually blows my mind every time. Like I, I actually enjoy now when I go to somebody's profile and it says a Bible verse. I was like, oh, oh okay. okay. It sense. actually like, yeah, okay. I'm like, ah, okay. That I'm going to give it a pass because yeah. you're one of them. It's like when I see user four, six, seven, one, two, three, four, that's the equivalent to a Bible verse, which sucks for the actual people who have Bible verses that are actually good people. I know. They give, like, they're, they're like giving the Karens those, that are sweet. Yes. And then they have to get the name Karen. And, and they get a yeah. bad rep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's unfortunate for them. I do feel bad for the Karens who are sweet. Maybe you have been seeing recently on my Instagram stories that I have become Factor's number one fan. Okay. I am not a cook. I'm not good at it. Um, that's Bo's role in this household. That That's one of his things. Um, and I'm lucky that I have that. But there are times when I need to make myself something to eat and he's not around. And I also need to like just I don't know how to feed myself without just like ordering food, which is why I became so into Factor. So Factor, it's delicious, ready to eat meals that make eating better every day just so freaking easy. Okay. So this is what I love about Factor the most. It is not frozen. Okay. They're delivered to your door, these little ready to eat meals, and you put them in your refrigerator and you pop them in the microwave for only two minutes. And it is so delicious. There's 35 different options, over 35 different options a week to choose from. And there's so many different, um, you know, categories, keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. So like anything that you might need for your own diet, they have. Um, Like I said, it's only two minute delicious. My favorite is the Nona's Bolognese. I also love their Parmesan chicken. Um, They have mashed potatoes. There's just, it's really delicious. Um, It's nutritious and they uh, do, they've just like hit the spot. You know, instead of having a girl dinner where you're like, I don't know, maybe I'll have some like turkey and like some almonds and like you just like snack on things. No, just like pop in a factor meal and then you like get a balanced, nutritious meal. So head to factormeals.com slash Stasi 50 and use code Stasi 50 to get 50% off. That's code Stasi 50 at factormeals.com slash Stasi 50 to get 50% off. Um, on your Instagram account, you say, what is it? What does it say? It's like light. A light seeker? Light seeker. What the fuck does that mean? Oh, um, like, okay. I went to, have you ever heard of Hoffman? No. Okay. Hoffman is uh, a retreat that I went on that is oh. a week of inner child work. Okay. I've heard of that. I know that. It's very intense. And we okay. do a lot of like visualizing and meditations and like it's very spiritual and what I learned the most about myself is that I I try and be like this person who seeks justice and I like want this person to pay for what they did and you Mm -hmm. were trying to and I get angry but what I actually really want is just to like find people who have the same light as me (laughs) and I think I just want to be seen and heard and like known for who I am and not who people think they can label me as and so during this inner child work retreat I just did so many meditations around this 
and you don't have your phone for a full week. Oh my god! It's 13 to 15 hours of therapy every day. Like, that's not fun. It was no, the best. The, I was, I had a bat and a pillow and you got to like bash your like negative thoughts. I, that, the, on, okay, Caitlin, let's say. If you are someone, the exact person that needs to go. If someone were to tell me like be in a room, you're going to talk about your feelings and you're going to have a bat and the person tells me to like bash it, I would feel like I, my blood would run cold. Like I, I would just be like, I'm performing for them. Like I, I feel, embar- I would feel embar- you, that embarrasses me. That's too much for me. Um, yes. And a lot of people don't make it past day two because of that. But once you just surrender to it and you realize that nobody there is judging you, they're all there for their own shit anyways. And you literally work through that, that alone you would work through. And at the end of it, I wanted to go home and like bully everybody into going to Hoffman. Like I wanted to be like, go to Hoffman. It'll change your life. Everybody needs to do this. Like, and they said, what you have to do is actually just like be a light and like show people through what you've done and the work that you've done on yourself to not be superior or like righteous and Mm -hmm. be like, I am now no, I'm healed, but just like show them the life that you want to live as like a light seeker. And then they'll want to do what you've done for yourself. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So is that, that are you calling other light seekers? Calling to other light yes. seekers? That's why it's on your bio. Yes. I would like to attract more light. That, that makes sense. Onto my page. I will say, I, I wouldn't make it there. <laughs> no, like, even when I've, like, done therapy, and, like, I remember my last therapist. I don't go to him anymore because oh. he made me do this. He was like, look to the side, to the side, to the side, to the side, and think about I don't know. It was something that I was supposed to fucking think about. Brain spotting? Were you doing brain spotting? I don't know oh. what it's called, but it was fucking annoying. <laughs> and I'm like sitting here like sweating, just like feeling really uncomfortable that I'm like having to like look from side to side to side to side while like someone's just like there that I'm like, this is not my vibe. Don't make me do anything I don't want to do. Yeah. Okay. I get that. Like, don't make me bash a pillow because like that pillows are soft. That's like not actually going to make me feel better. Oh, it made me feel so much better. A pillow is soft. Like, how is that satisfying? Because you're writing out on like a a cardboard piece of like construction board. Uh Uh-huh. Writing out your like really dark thoughts and the lies you tell yourself and you're bashing them on a, just like the pillows there for support underneath. Okay. I'm not selling you on Hoffman, but that's mm. okay. Um, it it changed my life. Okay, but I've done I've been doing therapy for about 13 years, and I felt like I needed like one step further into therapy. Like I was like, I can do talk therapy all day long, and I totally understand certain things. Like uh, the, uh, once in a while, I'll have an aha moment, but Hoffman, like that intense, deep work, changed my life. Okay. Well, I hope that other people listening to this who are like more into this shit, like get inspired and, and do this. Yeah. You. you have to really want to. Yeah. I, and I don't. And this is the thing. Um, <laughs> and it's expensive. I don't have time yeah. to like not have my phone and not be with my kids. Like, yeah, I get it's like that. that's, it's just like so unrealistic for me at this I point that, that like if I was going to not be with my kids, bet your ass I'm going to Paris and leaving them at home. That's what I'm going for. I totally understand. <laughs> and that can be therapeutic for you as well. Yes. Yeah. Like if I had... Yeah, it would. It seriously would. <laughs> if I had kids, I probably wouldn't want to leave them for a week. What, especially with no contact. Yes. Where what is that like your version of self-care? Like what is your version of self-care right now? I mean, I have so many different levels of this. Like I have a spiritual coach that I talk to once a month. That to me is like deep self-care because the way that I feel coming out of that is like, I honestly think I'm like my higher self. Yeah. <laughs> like I actually think 
that's how I felt when I came out of Hoffman. I went to Hawaii and I started thinking that I was like part of nature. <laughs> I thought you were going to say a cult leader. <laughs> That too. Like you're talking like one right now. Uh, I felt that we did. So at the end of the Hoffman, you do like a satire where you like kind of make fun of the situation. And we were all like, can't wait to watch this on a Netflix documentary about how this is an actual cult. For sure. It's like what it sounds like. Just being straight up honest with you right now. I would love to be the cult leader if anybody wants to join of Hoffman. Okay. So we have a wannabe cult leader, a wannabe world Government leader. We're going to change the world. Two very unhinged (laughs) ladies who are going to change the world. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people would want to be a part of that. What would your cult be like if you were a cult leader? It would be a lot of self-care. It would be like... it would like too much self-care is like... Well, fuck, I just need a little chaos. But that's what I'm... Self-care to me is also getting really drunk on like a Monday and like writing a rage um, page. A rage journal. Have you ever done that? No, but I do miss getting drunk on a random Monday. (laughs) I'm telling you, that's also self-care to me. The way that I miss just being able to on a random day. Yeah. Be like, let's go bar hop. Yeah. And get shit faced. It's so fun. And pass out in bed. I'm really sad about this new era of people that are just like, alcohol's really bad for you. I'm like, what? No, like Gen Z, I guess, doesn't really drink. Which is not good for my wine label, but. Well, no, because I don't think Gen Z's your audience necessarily, right? They're, no, they're not they're really not. my odd. Like they're definitely they're, they're not, not my, my audience, dev- right? I mean, maybe we have a few. We have some. I just, I yeah. love them. I do. I am inspired by Gen Z. I'm inspired by them too, but I don't understand how they don't drink. Me either. They're all microdosing, uh, which is cool too. Yeah, no, do do you? But like, there's nothing more fun than like ordering a martini at dinner. Oh, like yes, like you, you my guys whole body just lit up. Like thinking about a gin martini with olives at yes. dinner before the meal comes out, and just oh my god, yes, I love it. Like these kids don't realize what they're missing out on. I get like okay, maybe you don't always want to get shit faced and like yeah, whatever. But I want to live a European lifestyle. Correct, same. I like wine. I love wine. I love mm-hmm. pairing it with food. I like pairing it with fucking chips. I don't care what it is. I yeah. like to have. A glass of wine and food. It's one of my happy places. Yeah. No, I fully agree with you. That's what I mean. Self-care, like uh, therapy, yes. Spiritual stuff, yes. Getting drunk on Monday, yes. Like whatever makes me feel happy is self-care. Sometimes just having that routine of like taking off my makeup at the end of the night feels like self-care. That's like my only self-care at this point right now. Are you crazy about your skin? I'm crazy. Oh, there's like I could be so sick or I could have been like so hammered back yeah. in the day. Do you know what I mean? Where like I'm throwing up and I will always yeah. take my makeup off, Same. wash my face. Like I never wake up with makeup on. And I don't understand. Like when I see people like post about the fact that they're like makeup from last night, I'm like, what is wrong I with you? I used to always do it. I always did it. I was like proud of it because I sleep what? like this. So I could just like have makeup, but then I realized how terrible that is for your skin. And now for, I don't know how long, like, I don't know, five years now, I feel like I'm like, I cannot, I'm the same way. Doesn't matter. Like last night, all I wanted to do when I got into my hotel, like two in the morning. Is get clean? What? No, I wanted to jump into bed and pass out. Oh. And, but I got clean. <laughs> but like nothing is better than the feeling of being clean when you jump into a hotel bed. Absolutely. Like. I have to. I, if you don't shower before you get into a hotel bed, I don't fuck with you. Mm. My hygiene can be very questionable sometimes, but going into a hotel bed after a plane, yes. Why the plane, but like nothing, but not like other How things. often do you wash your sheets? Um, I should wash them more. I feel like once a week. 
Yeah, I'm lucky once every two weeks. Like I, I, I should do. I, and I'm, I'm, I'm being generous by saying. But you once also a week. are a mom of two, a working mom. Yeah, but that has nothing. There's no correlation between oh, sheet okay. washing. <laughs> <laughs> do you wash your hands after you go to the bathroom? Yes, every time. Yeah, because EMP? I have to set an example for Hartford ah, when I'm alone. Sometimes if I pee, no. Okay. No. Okay. Okay. But there's just something about a hotel bed. It's pristine. It's clean. It is. Yeah. If you're in the right hotel. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Another bougie thing I am, hotels. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I feel you on that. Like yeah. that is like a luxury that I will not, I'd rather not go on the trip. Yes. Than stay at a shitty hotel. Yes. Like I, I'll stay back. I don't have to go, but I must stay in a nice hotel. I am the same way. Yes. So why wouldn't you take a shower so that you can experience that extra clean bed the way that it's meant to be experienced. I do agree with you, and I hear what you're saying. But what if it's two in the morning and you're you just? I mean, I, I get it. People make mistakes. Okay, you know, people we make are all mistakes. flawed humans. Yeah, true. Yeah. So if you were to have a cult, it would be all about self care. Would yeah. you? Would you be like? Would you have rules in yeah. your cult? Yeah. What would they be? Like no bullying tolerance. Really. Not just like every once in a while. A poking fun, yes. Straight up bullying, no. <laughs> I'm joking. But I love, a, I love like, flirting to me is like, sometimes people will be like, oh, you hurt my feelings. I'd be like, oh, I was just trying to flirt with you. I like, I love jabbing. That's what I mean. People do take that as bullying oh. nowadays. I just oh. don't, you know, it's like, I talked about this on another episode. It's like the celebrities who like can't laugh at themselves when like they're at the Golden Globes and like they're featured in a fucking... Like, like we're stressless. I know a joke like on oh, from the host. Yeah. It's like, you know, the jokes are what make the world go round. I agree. Like, I totally agree. Like everyone, I would think that if, if I had a cult, it's not that I'd say bullying. It's that everyone needs to, everyone deserves a jab at least once or twice a day. Oh yeah. Like keep you humble. It keeps you humble. Yeah. Keeps you fun. Yeah. I do. I, oh, Okay. My, another rule I would have is like, there's got to be a comedian in the group. Yeah, that's a good one. Like, and, and you sit down and have like a laughter hour. That's a great idea. Laughter hour. Yeah. It could be after happy hour. Yes. Oh, there's definitely happy hours. Yeah, 100% happy hours. And yeah. I would say like afternoon tea. Oh my gosh. Like with this, have you ever been to London? Yes. Have you ever had the sandwiches there with the yeah, where they're high tea and they're cut and they're... Mm. Oh my God, I have a TikTok account for you. You do? Are you a TikToker? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm obsessed with TikTok. I don't really like post that much, but like I am a spectator and I just love it. Mm -hmm. And there is this account from just this, I don't want to say bakery or like sandwich shop <gasps> or whatever in, in London. London. And they mm. just... It's just of them making tea sandwiches and how they do it. And I you love hear tea these sandwiches. like two older people, like they're old, they're they're older. Yeah. Like they sound like they're in their like eighties or something. Ugh. And they're just talking about, oh well, this one looks good today, but in their accent yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's just such a lovely TikTok account to follow. I'll send it your way. I love London. I love I just love like I think I'll move to Europe one day. So I think so too. Yeah. You think you would move to London? Yeah, I could do London. But like in your, if you could pick one place, like really, like right now, I tell you, you get to move to this place or at least spend half of the year there. Honestly, every year. I would Prague. Oh, so I 
been dying to go to Prague. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that's what Bo says. I yeah, it's incredible. Cool, good for you. Yeah, I'm glad that you've experienced it. <laughs> I have. Twice. Have you experienced it during Christmas? Yes. Fuck you. I know. <laughs> Get the I know. Fuck out it's of here. Because I lived in Germany. It was very close. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Fine. Yeah. Uh, the, that's cool. Yeah. Are you a period piece lover? Like, do you like historical fic dramas and fictions? I do. Yes. But do well, you love them? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever seen one at all? I love The Crown. That uh, doesn't count. Oh, you know, when people no. tell me that, you know, whenever I ask someone, they're like, yeah, I love the crown. I'm like, that literally was so recent. Like, that's not a, like, yes, I know that it goes back. Yeah. To- I just have an obsession with Princess Diana. I, I'm You're a basic obs- bitch. I'm such a basic bitch. Yeah. I don't know one person our age that doesn't have an obsession with Princess Diana. It's like How a thing. How not? And her style and like everything. No, I, just I get love- it. I, and, and so- I didn't think I was into history. <laughs> well, clearly I'm not. But I loved starting The Crown because I felt like I was learning so much. I was like, oh, this is actually like this happened. But like that's how it is with every <laughs> historical drama, but different time periods. Like give me another historical drama that maybe I should have watched. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. Downton I- Abbey. Never watched. Never watched Downton Abbey. No. Versailles. Never heard of it. Um, the Tudors. Nope. Spanish Queen. White princess. Nope. The white queen. Now you're making it up. Serpent queen. <laughs> now you're making shit up. I'm not. Um, the Buccaneers. No. The Gilded Age. Where is this on? They're all over the place. <laughs> like, literally. Okay, maybe I'll get into it. Like, they're. Bridgerton. Brid- I mean, I love Bridgerton. That's- I watched that. I loved it. Great. Yeah. That's like a great starter show yeah. for people who are trying to get into period pieces okay like the Peaky blinders so i've only seen one episode and huh. i think that might be my next show okay i want to get into because that. people are like you would like this you love period pieces yeah but it's just i i don't like too much action and like isn't it actiony i don't know is you like a good storyline like a slow burn um like a vanderpump <laughs> <laughs> yeah like vanderpump meets the Regency era. Okay. That sounds ideal. Okay. <laughs> you know, or Vanderpump meets the Renaissance. Like, yeah. Do you think one day, like a hundred years from now, they'll play Vanderpump and you will be a period piece? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <gasps> you will. I'm and people will period. copy your style and dress up as you for Halloween. I'm going to be a period piece. You're going to be a period piece one day. Oh my gosh. You are. Wait, the way that I've never thought about this, so will you, but you just don't care. Yeah, I don't care as much. I'm like really happy for you. Like my whole TikTok <laughs> algorithm is nothing but different things on different, pi- like TikToks on different time periods. Like right now I'm like fully immersed in like Victorian era TikTok and like ah. the Victorians, they were fucking crazy. Really? They, yeah, they were. They were unhinged crazy. Can you they send me TikToks? So that my algorithm can start getting me more into this stuff. You want to be in, sure. You want to. You want to go I down. I see Victorian. the passion that is oozing out of you over this, and I would like to have that. Okay, I'm gonna send you some. Okay. I'll find like the juiciest ones so that you. So I that like, I can hook you. I get like fart jokes on my for you page. I was just gonna ask, what is your algorithm? My algorithm is, uh, like, I belly laugh on TikTok. Like uh, people say, you waste your time like doom scrolling. Not on TikTok for me. Yeah, TikTok makes me, I. Th- I'm so woo-woo today. I was going to be like, I'm on a higher vibration. <laughs> Please don't say that. No, like I'll, I stopped I'll, myself. I'll I stopped out. myself. Right yeah, thank you. I stopped myself. Okay. But I feel like I, I <laughs> belly laugh and I get in a really good mood from TikTok. Instagram makes me angry and TikTok makes me happy. 
That is all so factual. Yeah. I feel the exact same way. Instagram makes me angry. TikTok makes me happy. But I don't... When I think TikTok, I don't actually belly laugh. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I get a, a, like some funny TikToks like, in my feed. I'm educated by TikTok. Like that's no, I get it. That's where I'm. I'm learning. I'm a scholar I, on TikTok. <laughs> I take masterclass every day. It's called TikTok. <laughs> I actually do. I'm okay. I belly laugh at like. I wonder if we have the same humor, um, because oh. I immediately go to Instagram. It's like a... I know. Ooh, that's sad. I know. Um, I've started to get into the queer community in TikTok as okay. well. <laughs> I love... Because well, I love Fletcher so much and I've... Um, Who's Fletcher? <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm obsessed with her. Who's Fletcher? Or Renee Rapp. She's not good at music. I'm oh, not... Okay. I don't know a lot of music-y things. Well, so I get very <laughs> into... like, Like, this really makes me laugh. I feel like I've seen this one. I that makes you belly laugh. Mm, no, that was just the first one that came up that I was I was warming you up. Okay, like no, like that's it's cute and funny. It's a, it maybe gives like a okay, chuckle. I'd probably scroll right through that one. Okay, yeah. Okay, I get a lot of dancing ones. I I see. I figured that as yeah. I was wondering what your TikTok algorithm would be. I'm like, I bet you it's a bunch of dance stuff. I get a lot of dance, a lot of um, comedians, and then a lot of um, like really stupid humor. Okay. Yeah. See, like I'm always fascinated by everyone's TikTok algorithm because I know. it's so specific. To and then people. a lot of bachelor shit comes up for me. Well, of course, I get fed some Vanderpump Rules stuff. Like, yeah. that gets weaved in because, like, I it's try and like, and like, I, like, no, but like, I try and like scroll out of it as fast <laughs> as I can because I don't want it to like fuck with my algorithm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like, but fuck, I actually was interested in what they were saying. But I'm like, no, there's no going back now. You don't want to change your algorithm. I don't want it to all of a sudden just be like Bravo on my on my TikTok. Then it won't be a safe place for me anymore. This is how I knew I had a really good friend. She helped me change my algorithm because. I watched one conspiracy theory video and all of a sudden I was like, TikTok wasn't a happy place for me anymore. I thought the world was ending. Yeah. Like I thought every, everything was bad. And uh, like it really changed. I thought I didn't want to have kids because of my algorithm on TikTok. I know I, I can second that, like that I felt that way when yeah. I'm pregnant. I all of a sudden get fed things about yeah. things going wrong in your pregnancy. Yeah. And I had to actively, even yes. though I was curious and I wanted to know, like, of course. I'm like, fucking scroll out of it. Yeah. Don't even don't even hesitate a second. Like I've had to become like a ninja on TikTok so that yeah. I don't get fed scary shit. Because everybody is a professional on there too and they think they're they, giving you like the best yes. information and anyone can literally say anything on TikTok. Yeah. And it'll be a thing. I know. Like I cite TikTok as if like I read the encyclopedia. Yes. Same. Same. So, that's scary. I know. That means that people are watching some of the things that I say and they're citing them as fact. I get so freaked out at the level of um, influence that I could have through a, th- this thing. How do you think? I wouldn't allow myself to think that way. Well, otherwise, I would never look. Post I didn't anything. realize I have younger girls following me. I'm like, I drink like quite a bit. I have a wine label, but I did a dance on a fake Santa, and you would have thought that I grinded on Baby Jesus. Sorry to bring up Jesus again. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that. Wait, like what were people telling you? Oh, I was because so my girlfriend had this fake Santa in her house and he was like life size uh-huh. and he does this with his hands. Right. So I went upside down twerking on him. And that was and wrong. he was like doing this. And I was like, just 
I was not like getting too freaky. I mean, the upside down twerking was a bit much, but it was just for a second. And people were like, this is too much. I have to unfollow you. Uh, really? Yes. And I got a lot of hate for it. And um, some women were like, my daughter follows you. Like, this is so inappropriate. And I was like, Wait. It's a life-size Santa. He's not real. It's not like he's actually married to Mrs. Claus. He's a real person. He's having an affair with me <laughs> on my Instagram. <laughs> this is a plastic Santa who, because he was doing this, I thought I would do this. And I couldn't believe it. Wait. I lost followers. That's insane. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Yeah. When you lose followers, is, yeah. like, no matter what it is, like, especially, but though, for, like, something like that, like, does it bother, like, does it affect you? Um... Yeah, but not like tremendously. No, totally. But it. But I'm like, oh, like I get like a little bummed out because I hit two million followers on um, Instagram, and, and I was like, teeters, oh, no. and then it teetered back, and I was like, Bing! that's why um, you can never announce. Here's my advice to you: never announce when you've hit it. I didn't because then the pack of trolls that are following you to hate you, yes. they all band together and yes. they go to unfollow you, and then you're just like right back where you. Started. Yes, no, I made sure I did not do that. I didn't say anything. I just like quietly let it go, and then it was starting to go back the other way, and I was like, D- should I just accidentally post a nude? And that's when I knew that I was in a dark place. You were unhinged. Yeah, you. Yeah, that's when I knew I cared. To, that's when I went to Hoffman. Is that really when you went to no. Hoffman? No. Like, hi, like when you get to Hoffman, you're like, I contemplated posting a nude because I lost too many followers because I grinded on Santa. Santa. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, you've come to the right place, man. I want to be her friend. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they're like, you came to the right place. (laughs) Um, Why are girls who still believe in Santa following you on Instagram? That's what I said. I said, that's some bad parenting right there. That's... Like, is it about the fact that, like, their kids still believe in Santa and they're like, what the fuck, why are you grinding on Santa? Or, like, is it, um... I think they just thought it was inappropriate. What's the weirdest stuff that people DM you about? Oh, some guy, um, some guy told me he's, like, hitting on me through the, um, through DMs. And his last one said to me, shake that fart maker. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm pretty sure I took a screenshot of it. Shake, yeah. Uh, shake that farter, girl. Oh my gosh! Yeah, shake that Wait, farter. First of all, no one's ever slid into my DMs. What? I don't think so. Not not good ones. No good ones have ever slid into mine. I'm not just one. like not really like a flirty person. Like no one. I don't. That's not the energy I put out there. Like, well, it's like the opposite of manifesting. I'm manifesting that no one slides into my DMs. Like I can't with that shit. That's amazing. But you're also married with kids. I am recently single. But I'm still hot. Oh yeah, you're hot. You know? But you have like what is your <laughs> algorithm? Like 98 percent female. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> I think same, it's same. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I get like one or two guys and they say things like shake that farter. You, <laughs> you won, honestly. Like <laughs> I've been like, sitting here, I'm like, what like have people like read me? Like my favorite thing is like when I do happen to click on like someone's DMs yeah. and I see like that they've been messaging me for years and how the way they've messaged me changed. Like, yes. it, like yeah. it started off nice. Yep. Like yep. really nice. And then it gets meaner, meaner because I've never responded. And then yeah. now they're literally talking about how my children are trolls. And like, <laughs> like it's like it's it's truly crazy to watch someone yeah. go like when you finally click on something, you're like, holy shit, you've been messaging me. I'm like, damn, Gina, I know. What? <laughs> like, wow. I know. I, I sometimes I write back and I just go like, oh, um, 
Like this has been quite a roller coaster yes, for you. One hundred percent. I'm Are I'm so sorry. I, hope you're like, doing I didn't okay. even know you like or when people say unfollow, I'm like, that's like coming to a party I didn't invite you to yeah. and then saying that you're leaving, leaving when I didn't, didn't even know invite, you were here. That one hundred percent that's exactly what so it's I'm like. So I'm like, if you're unfollowing me because I grind on Santa, you are not my people. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you get like when someone says they're unfollowing me, normally it's for something where I'm like, I don't want you here yeah. because this is what I'm about. Yeah. I think mine ended up on somebody's for you page where it shouldn't have. And it's just like ended up because I would click on some of the people that were being just terrible. And I was like, oh, you don't even follow you me. Don't, okay. That's you don't the, understand. You know what? That's the worst. Yeah. Fuck Instagram for doing that. Yeah. Fuck Instagram. Like I'm like, I love more eyeballs on my stuff, but not for that. No. But like, I don't want more eyeballs on my stuff. I want Instagram to just let TikTok be the thing that just throws it out there. Yeah. Instagram. I want I want my content to only be seen by people who want to see it and are asking to see it. Because you created your own little digital family yes. and you want the people that are there to want to be there. Yes. I know. I don't want to like spam some person and no. like annoy their, ruin their day. Like I don't want to do that. Sometimes I do. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just once. Usually when I'm on my period, I like to piss people off. Okay. Yeah. You know what really annoys me? What? That I get these a lot of my DMs. What? Can you please show your dogs more? Please, your oh. poor dogs. Can you oh. please show your dogs more? Like, try having joint custody of dogs. Like, it's like the way that people go crazy know. about my dogs because I'm not posting them yeah. the way that I used to. Like, I have some other things going on. Yeah, you're a little busy. I've got two, I've, I've got. Like I, I'm with them. Yeah, the dogs are here. They're alive. They're but they're like well. the way that I used to like post photos of them. Like that's not. One girl tells me I post too much about Pino and not enough about ramen. I love her. <laughs> She's like, don't forget about ramen. Wait, he's getting older. Wait, no, hold on. I thought you meant <laughs> what? Oh, you didn't know those. For oh, then my dog I didn't names. Know those were your dog's names. <laughs> I thought she was like you. You post too much about your wine and not enough about ramen noodles. And I'm like, I love her. Like, wow, that's specific. Right. I forget that those are not like a classic dog name. Okay, Pino and Ramen are my dogs, and they think I favor Pino. See, but I actually favor ramen. If I'm being honest, like people are so crazy. Yeah, it's so I can't even imagine. I don't know how moms do it because if somebody ever commented on my child, I think I would be wanted for murder. Yeah, no, that gets really hard. Um, luckily, it's like not really in the comment section so much. Mm. I, I'll see it every now and then, Oof. and I, I will if I allow. I have to actively choose to yeah. not let it have violence. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, because. The way that people feel comfortable yeah. saying negative things about children, it's crazy. I, I can't, I say I can't imagine, but like the amount of hate that I see on social media towards anything, like nothing would surprise me, to be honest with you. But no, I know. Nothing about it is surprising, no. but it's just, it's, it's sick. It's just wild that like, yeah. I would just love to meet one of these people IRL. Oh, I know. Oh, they would never ask them a few questions. Yeah. I'm, I'm like fascinated. Like I, I want to do like a, a documentary on people mm. who comment online negative shit about kids. Like a catfish for trolls. Literally. And find them and have a conversation with them. Why isn't anyone doing that? Um, Cause like, I don't even have it that bad. Like people aren't really that mean to me. Like I feel like mm. people like they, they like, we've done it to you enough. <laughs> yeah, we've, we did it side. to you. You, we, you made it <laughs> through. We're going to go easy on you now. Yeah. Like we don't even feel like bothering with you anymore. I am starting this own documentary uh, my, on my own because if you went into my screenshots, I'll screenshot trolls faces. And if I'll like study them before I go to the airport and be like, if any one of them ever try and come up to me in an airport, I'll be like, 
You think I don't know who you are? That's smart because you know what? Do you know how many people who've taken photos with me and then they go and post them and like talk shit about me? Yeah. So like that's that's mm-hmm. the thing. When people come up and ask for photos and like if I say no, it's either because I'm with my kid or I, for some random fucking reason, have no makeup on and I don't want <laughs> my photo taken. Yeah. Okay. But the there's also this part of me that's like, are you actually a fan? Or I know, are you going to take this photo and just like make me look like a fucking clown I and know. make fun of me? No, I get, I'm terrified of that. And I'm scared of being so kind to somebody that is able to be a, such a troll to me. Yes. And that happens. But let me tell you this go 111. I'm so weird today. Why are you bringing out this like magician in me? It's my chakra. Your chakras are very aligned. <laughs> Your chakras are so aligned. Okay, I took a screenshot of this lady. Oh, Jennifer. Jennifer. Larison. If Larison. you're out there. Jennifer Larison. She is. Nasty. What if she is uh, a Khaleesi? What if she listens to Straight Up with Stassi and all of a sudden she's just in her car and <laughs> she just like literally swerved because she's like, did they just say, yes, they just said Jennifer said Larison. Yes, we said your name. She, you were so mean to me in those DMs that to the point where I'm like, I'm scared of her. Yeah. Like I should contact authorities because she hates me. Do you click on your DMs a lot? No, I try not to. Yeah, I try not to, too. And then I feel, like, bad that people are taking the time to message me something Same. and I'm not at least reading it. So, like, I have this, like, inner struggle. I think I get through about, like, 20% of my DMs. Yeah, I try really hard to read the first, like, little bit. And if it's positive, I'll try and open it to respond because if it's negative, then I start looking for the negative. My therapist yeah. calls it shopping for pain. I go <laughs> shopping for pain. Um, so I try to, like, open the nice ones and respo- yeah. respond to them. Okay. See, that's good. I should try and do that, too. Yeah. It's just, like, it gets... It's really time-consuming. Well, you got to just take, like, 30 minutes of your day to set aside for, like, I'm going to respond to some really nice people. Do you know how long 30 minutes is? And yeah. Do- those three, right now I'm at the phase with my family. Yeah. Where I don't I don't got that. Yeah, I, used to I have, do. I got that. I, I used to have night times to myself. Now Hartford wants to sleep in our bed and I'm like, who, who am I now? Like I don't even have my night times. Like <laughs> yeah. it's I don't have 30 minutes to just go and res- like well, not then, to be an asshole. No, that is not like I'm like an so asshole. busy doing like totally fun, awesome things. No, you're prioritizing. I just like can't. No, you're prioritizing the right things, and I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. If I'm yeah. gonna have 30 minutes extra, I'm gonna go rewatch Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. See that, and that that's one. my self care. There you go. You're choosing self care over DMs, and that's okay. Yeah, like my self care literally is only historical fictions or historical really? dramas. They could be real. That's like, your self care. That is like when I think of like what's gonna, what's my happy place, what's gonna put me in a good mood, what will make me recharge my batteries, where can I zone out? But like, really? I'm also not zoning out because I'm like paying attention and like Wikipediaing all so of the people who are So you actually like this. the educational like aspect of it, where you learn and then you like go and do your research and like, were you a Game of Thrones person? <laughs> That wasn't real. I know that, but no, that's not or why I'm laughing. Oh. That's not why I'm laughing. No, first of all, it wasn't real. <laughs> I was the biggest Game of Thrones person. Oh, you were? No, like the fat. My listeners are called Khaleesi's. I did. That was literally started back oh, in 2015. It's cringy. Got- I know, okay. but like, no, I like that. It's nine years old, and I just like can't get rid of it because it just. I like that. Like I was so obsessed. Oh, that's, but that's right. Okay, not real. Well, not real at all. Little parts no. were t- like beheading people when they. Did they do that? Okay. Yeah, but like that's okay. So then you could say that Star Wars is real. Yeah, a little bit. But 
aspects of it, right? No. <laughs> no, the way that historical dramas to Wikipedia and look up every, like, That's everything that happened. Like, I watched Napoleon with Joaquin Phoenix the other night. Uh. Took me five hours because... I had to obviously find out about every battle and everything that Napoleon did and pause the movie a million times. And I'm like, after I did it, I felt like a new woman. Wow. Like, so you don't need to cut your hair and do something drastic. You just got to put on I just, a little time period piece. That's it. But that's, I named my um, walk-in pantry, walking Phoenix pantry. Because <laughs> it's a walk-in pantry. That's actually really clever. You're really loud out there. Wait, that's like... That's cl- okay. Um, we have to wrap it up. Yeah. Sorry. That's that's actually clever. Also, Joaquin Phoenix was like my crush growing up. Mm-hmm. I I even wrote his name on my shorts under my uh, Catholic schoolgirl uniform. Pardon? <laughs> you wrote his name on your shorts yeah. under your? Kilt? I said Mrs. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, under my kilt. That's how <laughs> obsessed I was. I don't think that's... You've ever said that. I haven't said that before. I don't think so. That would have been the embarrassing confession to share with the class. I don't think it's that embarrassing. <laughs> I love that. Anyway, I just got told we have to wrap it up. But Caitlin, fucking finally. <laughs> I know. This was so fun. We should also probably do it more often. Yes. Because like, whenever you need a guest, whenever I need a guest, we can just like be like, we'll fill, we'll, we'll yes. help each other out. Yes. We'll help each other out. Because I know it's so fucking annoying always having to find guests. It's like a full-time job just trying to find guests. It is. And then I get so competitive with other people because I'm not in LA and I can't like get the good ones and I'm like in Nashville being like, do you want to do a Zoom? Oh, Zooms I feel like are just like the best because like, oh. it takes like literally an hour of your day. You don't have to get in the car and go anywhere. That's true. Yeah, it's like so easy. But I don't feel like I'm as present. I agree. The, the episodes aren't as good. Yeah. But... They're easy. Okay. Anyway, I love you. Everyone, love you. go follow Caitlin. Go listen to her podcast. Go buy her wine. All I'm excited the- to hear how you feel about the Pinot. Thank you for giving it to me. Yes. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs>